Welcome to another episode of Junior Achievement of South Florida's Recipe for Success. Just as there are no two recipes that contain the exact same ingredients or measurements, there are no two success stories exactly the same. Recipe for Success features entrepreneurs, visionary leaders, and innovators of all ages who will share the ingredients that make them successful. Here's your host, Lori Salarulo, President and CEO of Junior Achievement of South Florida. Good morning, everyone. We are live at Recipe for Success. Sorry about that. Uh, I had to get off the set and get back on. Um, I am so happy. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I thought I should get in the spirit today, so I thought I'd do a little uh, sombrero glasses. I uh, hope that you're all having a great day. I'm sorry I'm not drinking tequila, but I am drinking coffee. Anyway, um, thank you for being with us today. As you know, this show is about featuring leaders and entrepreneurs and sharing their stories uh, and also a little bit about their companies and what makes them successful. And then, of course, our famous question of their main ingredient to success. And so today's guest is someone that I've had the pleasure to get to know recently, um, Andrea Sakanikas, uh, who is with Crew Facilities. And I'm going to bring Andrea in. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Good. How are you? You got me excited about that tequila later on for Cinco de Mayo. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited now. I've got a plan for the end of the day. <laughs> well, I don't really drink tequila that well, but my son's birthday is the day after Cinco de Mayo. It's tomorrow. And so he always wants a Mexican party. And so he's over, he's 28 and he has Down syndrome for those who know Patrick. And he's like, Mom, we're going to do tequila shots. I'm like, let's go for it, honey. Yeah. So. So we celebrate with tequila shots for his birthday. Most of the time, it's really club soda or something, but he doesn't know that. So um, so where are you right now? Are you here in South Florida? I am here in Fort Lauderdale. Yes, I'm in my home office. And um, as I was saying, our office is, I went in there yesterday. It was, I think, one of the three times I've been in there since March 16th. So I've been mainly at the home office here in Fort Lauderdale. Good. Okay. I know that you have been really busy. So just for our audience, um, share a little bit about what Crew Facility does. Absolutely. Crew Facilities is what we call a crew logistics management company. And so that brings up the question of well, what is that? That is truly, um, we manage the movement and overnight accommodations for commercial and governmental organizations that have teams, groups, crews that are traveling or needing to be housed um, for a project that are project related. So it could be a variety of different, if it's commercial industries, could be anywhere from construction, road crews, utility companies, it could be transportation companies. We were doing a lot of oil and gas companies. And then governmental agencies range anywhere from the Department of Defense, Air National Guard, Border Patrol, Coast Guard, etc. In addition, we do a lot of disaster relief and emergency management. So first responders, so we do their housing. Uh, it could be healthcare workers, it could be different companies that are going in after hurricanes or forest fires, et cetera, et cetera. So we manage the process from sourcing the actual housing, which could be a variety of any property type from hotels, modular facilities that are brought in, uh, corporate apartments, we did even recently, we actually had to bring in a ship or a vessel into an area where there were no other options that was used as a temporary facility to house about 1,100 people. 
Wow, so you have people all over the United States, all over the world, where? North America, so Canada, US, and Mexico. Awesome. So one of the things that struck me when I opened up your website was right on the top, it said, woman-owned business. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And we haven't really had that conversation with any of our guests, uh, female guests. And so I love um, what you're all about. And then we'll talk a little bit about what the company is involved in too. But talk a little bit about that as a woman CEO, right, and president of the company. How important, you know, why was it so important for you to put that right there on the front of your website? Most of my career, I've always been in industries that were, you know, mainly male dominated, but we did, you know, there were so many women that worked, whether it was in that organization, et cetera, et cetera. And I had never considered myself women owned. We had, I had in the 2000s, I had started a, it was a real estate brokerage, but it, it specialized in property management, vacation rentals. It did mainly luxury rentals. And we were, you know, I was the single owner and we had mainly women working there. And it um, never thought about saying, hey, we're women owned and we're women operated. And then when we started this company, Crew Facilities, same thing, women owned. Um, the majority of, of our employees even that operate are women owned. And one day my husband said to me, he's like, why are you not you know, certified as a women owned business? And I said, you know, I don't know. I really never looked into it. And then one of our clients had asked us, if we could get a special certification through our a women-owned, you know, eligibility or set aside in um, New York, and that's when I started the process because that was the second time I had heard to say you need to get certified because you are women-owned and operated. You also need to go through and really understand the different certifications that you're eligible for. So at this point, our company has 18 different certifications that we've acquired over the years. Wow, that's that's amazing. And so, so you said you've been mostly in male-dominated businesses, woman-owned businesses, woman CEO. Talk a little bit about that journey. You know, just maybe a couple of things that stand out for you as a as a as a woman leader uh, or a female leader. You know, what what have you seen as the you know maybe the advantages of that, and and maybe the the challenge. I think I want to start out with the challenging portion because I noticed. It's dear to my heart to help other women feel like they can also either be an entrepreneur or take that first step to you know, apply for a position to be promoted in their, their current organization. And so something I really focus on is that was something I never had to deal with. I really never had, yes, we all have our fears, but I was always motivated by the challenge of doing something that was outside of my comfort zone. So that always was something that motivated me. But I've learned over the years that there are so many women that they really want to do those same, same steps and same things, but that fear always holds them back. So that's the one thing I want to say that really, like I focused on, is that every woman that we hire and bring into our organization, we talk a lot about not their goal solely for working with, with crew facilities, but also what is your goal in life, what are you passionate about? Where do you want to be in, in two years, five years, 10 years? Because every woman will say, I have this goal to do this, or I want to open this, or I want to be, you know, I'm, I'm an accounting, I'm an AP specialist, but my goal is to be a CFO. So my focus for them is to really help them 
maneuver that process and help make them comfortable and confident to step outside of that fear and be able to take really just I've talked about it it takes it's the first step and it's almost like I always use you know the scenario if your passion is is to go skydiving and you get on that plane and you're up there and you're ready to go and you're you're you're, you're getting ready to you know get out and just take that jump but you're white knuckling and you won't let go of the door that's the, the the piece that I say I want to be there to help you do. I want to help you prepare for it, but I also want to help you take that step because you're never going to accomplish and realize your dreams unless you take just the first step. So that's something I say all the time, all the time. Who was it who helped you? Was that just something you were innately, uh, you know, getting over the fear and stepping out of your comfort zone? Or was there someone in your life that was a mentor or, um, set that example for you or helped you prepare to take that job, right? Good question, good question. So growing up, I had serial entrepreneurs on both sides of my family, so which was really interesting, all the way up to my paternal great-grandmother. They had always been working women, entrepreneurs at times that were really completely outside of the box. And so I grew up and spent a lot of time with them because my parents divorced when I was young. So I spent a lot of time with the grandparents and great grandmother. And I always felt like I was a very unique child that I always felt I was missing what all of my friends were getting by having their mother there. They were learning to cook. They were learning so many things that nobody taught me to do because I was living with, you know, working. All they thought about was really, it was about work, work, work. So most of my life I kept looking for, you know, thank goodness I had my stepmother who's amazing, taught me so many things that nobody else in my family taught me, but I still felt like there was something abnormally unique that I was missing out on until I, I kind of got into my 20s and started realizing that that was the piece I really took from those women is that I think they gave me that entrepreneurial spirit because I learned watching them from when I was I mean, a little, little girl on both sides. And so as I grew up, I realized what I thought was the, you know, not so normal really was an actual gift and an amazing thing that I had, which gave me that spirit to really be an entrepreneur and want to, you know, think outside the box and take steps and really the excitement of, of the challenges of trying something new and going in a new direction. Yeah. So, yeah, so obviously you saw that work ethic growing up and that was, you know, something that became, like you said, ingrained in you. I mean, I had a working mom also, started mm-hmm. as a substitute teacher and worked up to a superintendent of schools. And so, yeah, you see that and um, you can't help but you it, it, you can't help but catch some of that, right? Yeah. And 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 grow to admire it now that you're running your own business. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So some of the benefits we talk about being women owned and certified is that we're able to do, there are so many different directions you can go in, whether you want to get into governmental contracting, um, you could go anywhere from the local, you know, cities, counties, state, or you can go all the way up to the U.S. government and do a lot of governmental contracting. And that's somehow we started out when we got our first certifications, we actually started bidding on projects for the federal government. And so to date, we've been certified a little over three years. Our first certification was a little over three years ago. And we've been awarded to date 63 different um, governmental contracts. And 
So I've learned a lot through those those steps. And every um, women-owned business has so many different opportunities. It can also be even going through the Women's Business Enterprise National Council, which I'm a board member for my, my regional chapter, where you also have the opportunity to go through a lot of the big corporations have um, supplier diversity departments, where if you're part of you have a women's business enterprise certification through WeBank, you can go in and there's so many opportunities to, to actually sit in front of some major, major corporate sponsors that are all over the U.S. as well. So there's a lot of opportunities. I actually have outlined through my, my path and what I've learned, I've actually created a 10-step process that I, I help a lot of other women that want to get certified go through it. It kind of has narrowed down my long um, learning curve to kind of help them say, if I could start all over, these are the 10 steps in this order that I would take to wow. go through certification. That's really helpful. And so I, I, I hope when, when women see this, that they take advantage and reach out to you um, because that saves you a lot of headaches and a lot of, you know, missteps along the way. So that's really good information. Was crew facilities, did you start that from scratch? Was it so totally from scratch you built it all the way up? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. And now we have how many employees today? We have 28, 28 employees. 28. Wow. That's that's pretty impressive. Uh, um, that That's, uh, uh, wow, uh, uh, admirable. So on your website, you also talk about, and we, I know we talked about the advantages of getting certified as, as a woman leader and all that. And you talked about loving to work with other women. I noticed on your website, under giving back, it talked about creating women leaders. And so that's something, obviously, you're passionate about. And, you know, at JA, we have a group called the Circle of Wise Women. And they are uh, a group of about 150 women dedicated to advocating uh, for junior achievement, in particular for our young girls. And so we have a scholarship for the young girls. Um, and so talk a little bit about how you started that and, and why that was so important to you. Absolutely. So for me, because it was something so ingrained um, and natural for me to be, you know, to take the step and, and start a business, I mean, this is the second or third one that I started, I, I saw when I would talk to other women and they would say, I want to do this, but I want to do this, but I kept hearing the word, but. And so I, I really, as I would hear that, I would say, you know, what, what piece are you missing? And, you know, they would always have an excuse as to what was holding them back. So I started kind of keeping a tab in my mind of all the different, and, and an excuse is really an opportunity for something that they really are almost like asking for assistance on. So I started keeping almost like a tabulation of that list of buts. And I realized that I wanted to launch, you know, an actual foundation to be able to assist women and, and not just those that want to start their own business. But what about all the women that are in, you know, different positions in different organizations that want to, you know, grow within that company that they just are, you know, don't have the confidence or don't feel like they have what it takes to go and apply when that position opens up and take those steps up. So we launched Creating Women Leaders to be able to give to those women that are really looking for the, the pieces and parts that they feel like they need to prepare themselves to take that first step and step, second step and third step. 
So we do all kinds of, you know, support and tools and trainings and, you know, it could be anywhere from business, create, helping them create their business plan, their marketing plan, all the way down to interviewing and how to prepare for an interview and answering different questions and things like that. Um, so it can be a wide range. Of so women. you actually created almost like an institute for women in a sense. Mm -hmm. So it's not where you give the money out to other organizations to do that work. You're actually doing that work yourselves. Correct. You somebody who runs that whole division or the whole effort of creating women leaders? Or is we that do. you? We do. It, it's myself and my business partner, Amber Schaffman, and we actually go through and each quarter of the year, we bring in a new group of women that we select that one that actually apply to go through the process and we work with them for a quarter and then some that want to stay on for longer periods they stay on until they really feel like it's almost like they're prepared and ready to fly and and take that step interesting and these are women that work with your company or don't work with your company it anybody so it could be somebody that's still finishing college it could be a woman that wants to go back you know that's it's been in a career that wants to go back and launch their own company it can be anybody in any, any, any type of awesome. And there's an application process? We actually have an application process where they can actually go through, and you found the page on our website, so it's on crewfacilities.com, right on the giving back page where they can actually submit to request an application to, to awesome. join us. Well, let me know when that opens up, and we'll be sure to get it out to our Circle of Wise Women members. So I always ask this question um, because I know there's so many ingredients that go into people's success. But the question that I always ask at the end is, what is the main ingredient to your success? For me, I feel like it's it's having confidence in yourself and, and letting go of the fear. And that's what really is a challenge for a lot of people. Obviously, we're all human and we all have fear. You know, it, it can get in our way every day. But it's saying walk through that that fear, push through it with confidence in yourself that really, if you believe in yourself, don't question whether you can do it. You absolutely can do it because I, I really focus a lot on, even for myself, a law of attraction. I, I read a lot of different motivational quotes and I, I meditate and I really, really believe in the law of attraction. We all have fears and we all question whether we can do it. But it's saying, I know I can do it and just going and it will happen. It will happen because if we all spend that time just questioning, well, can I or can I or can't I? Right. Well, just do it. As Nike says, just do it. Right. Exactly. That exactly. Is, I love that. That is awesome. Um, I want to say thank you. Uh, I'm really enjoying getting to know you uh, through Vistage and, and now through the show. Um, and so thanks so much for sharing your story, a little bit about your family, uh, your company, and of course, your, your main ingredient. And I do want to just share with everyone before we close, today is Giving Tuesday. And so whatever it is that you feel strongly about, make sure to get involved in today. Junior Achievement of South Florida does have a campaign uh, for today that will actually go on for the next month. And I, I think uh, it's focused on bringing financial literacy into every home in Broward County. It, there has never been a time where we should be more aware of how important that knowledge and that education is. And so um, I hope that everybody gets involved in Giving Tuesday. And of course, we hope that you'll join our campaign and the movement to, to move financial literacy forward. And so, Andrea, thank you so much 
for being with us today. I will see you next Tuesday, hopefully, uh, on our Vistage call. And um, have a great day and stay safe and healthy. Thank you so much, Lori. And thank you, Junior Achievement South Florida. I was really honored to be here. Thank you so thank much. You. Have a great stay day, well. everyone. Cinco de Mayo. Enjoy.